Welcome back to Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek. And I'm Todd. And we are starting a new series today. We will be breaking down Cobra Kai Season 4. Yes, episode Uh, by episode. Something we did did not do on the last uh, three seasons. Three seasons, seasons, yeah. Yep. Well, because we kind of did Seasons 1 and 2 together. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, no. We did season. We did like seasons two and three kind of together. Yeah. Whatever we did. Yeah, we we did a we did, we did a Cobra Kai. People seem to like how we did Picard, so we're going to be doing more of that from now on. Yeah, and um, Cobra Kai, I I think is our most listened to episodes. So uh, you know, we're not the only fans of Cobra Kai. Um, and I would just like to proudly say that I started watching Cobra Kai when it was on YouTube Red and I made Derek watch it so he could do a a uh, podcast about it still one of my favorite shows pound your chest um huh pound your chest go ahead it's fine yeah <laughs> and um i you know it was a, a perfect 80s movie I, I loved it when it was in the theaters i loved all of the 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 movies one two three the 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 next karate kid i wasn't a huge fan of but it was still pat morita so i i still watched it and and still saw it um for anyone who hasn't seen it it was with hillary swank as opposed to ralph macchio as the karate kid at that time and then will smith did like a remake of it i wasn't a huge fan of that but I'm a huge fan of Will Smith, and he is one of the executive producers on Cobra Kai, which is kind of cool. Is he? Um, yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? I did not. I don't know if if he somehow like uh, brought that up, but it was his. It was his child that was in Cobra Kai. No, I knew. Or not I Cobra knew, Kai. Um, not Cobra Kai. Uh, the the uh, yeah, Karate his, Kid. The, his the, son the was the newest Karate Kid. I knew yeah. that. Mm-hmm. With with Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. who is Chinese. I'm not saying it's, you know, I think it was really remade for this generation. And I know a lot of people that did like that from this generation that have kids that age. I've never that, seen that it. Loved it. Um, I know, I didn't see it. I didn't really feel interested in a remake I mean, of ever, Cobra it, or of uh, Karate Kid. No, I mean, for it's uh, whatever kind of floats your boat, but. It was out there, and uh, Will Smith, yeah, he is one of the um, producers on the show. I don't know if he's an executive producer on the show. How about um, that? But um, I believe he is one of the producers on uh, Cobra Kai. I was going to say uh, Karate Kid again, but okay. Okay. You may proceed, mon ami. No, you're 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 totally right. I just googled it, and yeah, the the role you didn't know Will Smith had on Cobra Kai. Interesting. Yeah. Oh wow. So I uh, I brought up something new, but I think he apparently had because I think he's around the same age as me, or or darn near close, you know. And he he grew up with Karate Kid too. Uh, so I would. Yeah, I can definitely see him being a huge fan of this. And it was, it, Karate Kid was the movie of the 80s. Still is. Still awesome. But we're talking about Cobra Kai Season 4, Episode 1 today. But I, just, I was just segueing as I normally do. 
and just throwing little kernels of information out there. Um, well, and let's yes, we are I, on season four, episode one, which is almost perfectly entitled "Let's Begin." Yeah, and it's kind of funny because that's how um, season three ended uh, with them. Uh, they went to the courthouse just to recap real briefly because um, the Cobra Kai kids were beaten up uh, Eagle Fang and um, yeah they they, they committed a beating yeah (laughs) and they went to the what's what would you call that like a a town hall meeting not a town hall meeting a uh, yeah it was like a town hall yeah yeah where they were going to cancel the all valley right and all three groups, you know, went there and they were going to cancel the All Valley because of all the karate uh, fighting and everything else with, um, you know, Miguel had gotten paralyzed uh, at the school. For, yep. Yeah. And they're like, this has just gotten way out of hand. And I can understand the parents concern on that. You know, well, I, would, I would it, probably be doing the same thing. You know, it, if I was. It, I've said situation. this before. It's like it's it's so insane. Almost like that these kids are actually trying to murder each other with karate over nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really taken on um, a whole new level with, um, but they did the, it the same thing happened in karate kid. True. Um, with, with Cobra Kai and with Daniel. But as I said, on Johnny's behalf, like I kind of understand it. Johnny totally stole his girlfriend. I can kind of understand the anger there. So, you know, and they really run into that in the first season. So I'm not going to rehash it again, but I can totally understand it. I don't think they they really should have been bullying about it. But, you know, now as an adult, but I know as like a 16, 17 year old kid, I'd be kind of angry too. You know, this new kid comes into town, steals your girlfriend and everything else. That's almost exactly what happened in Cobra Kai. And people might say it's redundant. Yeah, maybe. Uh, But, you know, at the same time, it's kind of cool where for people my age that are watching this, I'm like, they're like, oh, my God, it's exactly what happened in Karate Kid. Just with a different kind of feel to it and a different perspective. Because with Cobra Kai, when the first came out, it was really Johnny's perspective of how everything was with the karate kid throughout the entire movie series. It was all um, Danny's uh, Danny LaRusso's uh, perspective. Right. He's, what he's, getting, he's getting bullied and everything else, blah, blah, blah. So I, you know, and I, and I'm like, as you think back on this as an adult, if you had, you know, you're not like in the moment or anything else, you're like, you know, I can kind of see where he's coming from with this, you know? Um, well, then throughout Cobra Kai, you have, like, Johnny's growth of seeing it wasn't necessarily Daniel that was the problem. It was Cobra Kai itself. Right, and Crease in particular. And Crease in particular. And now, mm-hmm. now we've come to where it ended, where the two enemies have decided to join forces to fight Cobra Kai. Right. And can I say something just as an aside here? I think, you know, um, Martin Cove, he's like in his 70s. He is in fantastic shape. I hope to God when I'm his age, I'm in as good a shape as that dude is. Half as good uh, even. Uh, yeah. 
because I'm not even half as good a shape, you know, 20 years younger than him, you know? And so, like, I, I'm just like, this guy is amazing, and he's still doing it, and he's still doing, like, the physical scenes. Obviously, he's not doing, like, really crazy, like, physical stuff like he used to, like, in the movies, but um, he's he's still in phenomenal shape in, in Comic-Cons. He's still in uh, phenomenal shape where he was when I was going to Comic-Cons before, um, you know, the uh, COVID apocalypse. But uh, I, I just think he's he's in great shape. But, okay, let's get back to what we we're going to. So they say, let's begin yep. um, in the beginning of the episode. And, um, well, and there's, it was. there's also, okay. there's two sides to this let's begin, right? You have the, uh, the beginning of the Cobra Kai Miyagi Do team up. And then you have Kreese beginning. No, oh, oh, let me correct you. It's not Cobra Kai. I'm sorry, Eagle, Eagle Fang. Fang. My bad. Yeah. That was a Freudian slip. Yeah. Yeah. So you have um, Eagle Fang and Miyagi-Do joining up, and you mm-hmm. have that beginning. But then right. you have Kreese being like, all right, well, they're going to join up. So I need to – and his is twofold. He recruits um, uh, Johnny's son, who was the former Miyagi-Do student disgraced in the school fight right what's his name again uh it is uh robbie robbie Robbie, yeah so he's trying to bring in robbie on the one hand and then he's trying to bring in his former partner terry silver on the other hand right and robbie was in the beginning i'm thinking wow he's really grown because he says no at first Mm mm-hmm um so i'm like wow he's he's grown better than his father has you know um yeah he was just trying to stay out of it just looking for a place to stay and lie Mm -hmm. low and i think what ironically what pulls him in is when samantha goes to see him at the skating rink is that what you think i think it is i think that was the catalyst i wasn't really i wasn't really sure where that's that's kind of interesting, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not saying that that's the wrong answer. Um, I was kind of wondering what what was the the impetus for that too, because I thought he he felt that way. But get talk talk about what happened. Well, so you know, Lord. earlier in the episode, he's he's just he's hanging around the Cobra Kai dojo and he's lifting weights there, mm-hmm. and Tori is talking to him, mm-hmm. and you know she hates Samantha, right? So she says, "Well, you know, she always gets her way." And then you right. flash forward to the skate rink where she goes to find him and try and talk to him. And she's basically just asking him not to get involved. But like, I guess he sees it as like her just being like all high and mighty. Mm-hmm. And then he, he walks away saying, well, he, I'm going to be the first person to tell you no. Right. Because she always gets yeah. what she wants essentially. No, and like, and I can honestly see that, you know, as an adult now from both sides, I can see it uh, from Samantha's side where she's like, look, some bad stuff happened. Can you just not get involved and blah, blah, blah. Where it's not really her being kind of petty and like, oh, I'm the the rich kids. Uh, you know, I get whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to be involved in this. But the way she went of it, like, oh, you're better than this. Right. Don't sink to their level. And then, you know, when, when he shows up or when the Cobra Kai kids show up and see him there and, and you know, and he's like, starts instructing them after beating them up first because they <laughs> well he comes and and yeah he's they want him to get out 
And yeah, they says, challenge him. He says, "All right, hit no, me." No, he challenges them. They don't challenge him. They challenge. They said, "Just get it out." And he said, "I will. I will leave if any one of you can put me on the ground or something to that effect, or you can, uh, can l- land, land one hit. One land hit. A hit. Yeah." And of course, he drops his guard on the girl Tori, and she kicks him in the face. Yeah. And then he he says, "All right, I'll leave." And she says, "No, stay." And there's true love for you. There's true love kicking <laughs> me in the face. <laughs> but uh, you know he he kind of says this as he starts warming up the class and this is at the end of the episodes we're kind of jumping all around right this is more like his his story within it mm. he he says that like you know me i would i used to be miyagido and like they they legitimately think they're better than us like they have this high and mighty attitude right and i think that's like Samantha represented that to him, and that's why he wanted. He just wants to put everyone in their place and try and. He doesn't want to do what his dad does. He no longer wants to do what the Larussos do, so he's trying this to kind of stand on his own feet. And I can honestly see that logic too. Like, and I, I can honestly see from that perspective. Uh, you know, being here fifty years old, I could see it from both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I was younger, and it's, it'll be kind of interesting. Um. You know, and, and I know that there are teenagers that are watching this. Um, there are going to be teenagers listening to this that feel one way or another. Like, there's absolutely no way he should have done that. You know, and, you know, they're, he's totally betraying everything Daniel taught him and blah, blah, blah. But I can also see, you know, his side where he's thinking, you know, they kind of really just kind of like let me let me loose you know mm-hmm. and they didn't support me anymore and, and i can kind well, of say from, that from his perspective too. he was betrayed by both uh daniel and his dad and samantha yeah. yeah so i can kind of honestly see that but this is what i love about this series so much it speaks to so many different generations mm-hmm. on so many different levels and you can empathize with pretty much all of the characters um, and I'm, I'm not going to, I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say it. I'm going to wait till towards the end of the series when we're done with this. Okay. But you can, you can, you can even start empathizing with people that you would not normally think you'd be empathizing with. Exactly. Um, and well, honestly, I think these, they, they succeeded with that in season three when they were going over Crease's backstory. Mm-hmm. It, it, that like really kind of made you more empathize with him. To a to a certain extent, not yeah, sure. to not to not to an extent where uh, you're like, oh, he's totally right. Um, no, not where he's totally think, right. I don't, I don't, but I don't like, think anyone really thinks that. You know, at least at the it makes you um, it, it kind of makes you empathize <laughs> and understand how he became who he is. Yeah, not saying that, he's and that right, doesn't necessarily mean you're you know you're right or wrong. It, it gave his backstory for sure. Um. But this is what I love. And I think I, I like, because uh, you were just like, kind of like, nag- this, is what, this is what cracks me up, everybody. He was nagging. Derek was nagging at me. Did you see Karate, uh, Cobra Kai yet? Did you see Cobra Kai? I'm yeah, like, I watched no. season four before you did, like a full two yes. weeks before you did. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, did you see Cobra Kai? I'm like, no. Because every weekend I had one thing or another going on. And I'm like, I just want to have one weekend where I just like just do the whole, you know. Yeah, and you nag me once. for like three years to watch any of it. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it, like rolls reversal right there. So, um, 
I'm like, no, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to wait and, and, and see and everything else. Cause I like, I literally had to force you into watching the YouTube red. I'm like, dude, you got to see this and everything else. But anyway, my point to this was after I watched this series, it was a couple of weeks ago now. Um, and I said, Oh my God, these writers are genius. Um, and I'm going to like, pat them on the back a hundred times during the day and you know during the, the our whole time we're talking everything that you think is going to happen is probably going to happen like when you're watching this if you haven't watched it yet which you're like anyone who's listening to this has all watched it mm-hmm. so everyone's so everyone is very well aware of everything that's going on but everything that happens in this series for the most part 99.9 percent of it um, you're expecting it's everything's expected, but you're like, OMG, this is awesome. And like the writing was just phenomenal on this. And if you know, if I had to change anything, I wouldn't change a thing, you know, I, I like this was just perfect. And even, and uh, I think you were saying to me, Where do you see the end, Todd? I did, yeah. The very last scene of the very last episode. I said, Derek, do not tell me, because Derek knows I don't watch I don't watch trailers or anything else that I actually want to watch. So I don't I don't look I I don't look on the internet or anything else. It's totally completely brand new to me. And I I think I texted you when I saw the last scene. I think it was was all caps, many exclamation point text. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm like, I'm not even going to say what I said, but, um, yeah, I was, uh, it was, I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I would do, you know? Um, and everyone who's, <laughs> everyone who's listening to this, even though we're not talking about it, we're still like holding off just in case there's people who've not watched the whole series yet. Um, so I'm not going to say anything, but like the writers on this are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, they really have, they know the characters, they know, um, they knew, they know the different viewpoints, everything is great about this. And we haven't really talked, how long have we been talking about this for? For like 10 minutes, we've gotten into let's begin. And that's where we kind of stopped. Well, we're like, we're like 19 minutes in and we talked about like one storyline, which was Robbie's. Right. Right, let's so let's talk let's about one back. of the other main storylines, but I think we'll save like the team up one for last. Okay. So let's let's talk about uh Crease and Silver. Because we were we were talking about this in pre-pro. <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> and you're just mentioning it with the writing, like so for for those who don't know, Silver was Crease's partner in Cobra Kai. And in what in the Karate Kid three, he was the guy who like indoctrinated and terrorized Daniel into Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, after they uh, beat them, after Daniel beat uh, them at uh, the All Valley uh, in season three, or season three in in uh, Karate Kid three, he called his friend uh, Terry Silver to help him he's like i need your help on this because uh, no matter what we're, we're not being able to we can't beat this kid so in season in uh season three i keep seeing season three in karate kid three they um 
they are basically terrorizing the kid. And you and you brought this up uh, initially, uh, and you had and there was this uh, a really major quote from uh, Terry Silver in Cobra Kai mm-hmm. in the episode one. And go ahead, I'll I'll let you talk, tell it. Well, right. So, well, before we get to that, let's just oh, okay. Back, mm. Let's just backstory this real quick. So, Crease okay. Crease finds Silver, and he finds him like having changed his life completely, where he's like this really rich, like living this new agey Zen kind of lifestyle. Uh huh. He's having this really swanky party with these really rich people, and they're eating all vegan food. Right. Which t- is totally <laughs> clashing with who Crease is as a person. Yeah. And Crease knows this clashes with who Terry was as a person or used to be, or he thinks he still is. Yeah. And Terry said, like, listen, I, 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 in the eighties, I terrorized a kid over a karate tournament because I was so hopped up on cocaine and revenge. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, dude, I got therapy. I moved on. I rebuilt my life. Yeah. And then, and then (laughs) obviously, um, maybe he hasn't. You know, maybe uh, maybe he's rolling back into his old ways. I mean, I'm you know. Uh, well, it's like Crease kind of spends their time together in the episode, silently judging his new lifestyle, and you can tell it's just because of the comments they made, like about the the vegan tofu skewers and. Yeah, yeah. I what cracked me up was, and here's here's old old nerd here, when he goes down when his um girlfriend or whatever tells him can you get uh, another bottle of wine he goes down he sees this bottle of wine sitting on this like thing and he like side uh, kicks it yeah and he kicks it into the thing and you know what i'm thinking what what do you think i'm thinking old me what do you think i'm thinking i can't honestly i'm not even sure i am like oh my god who I, like first of all oh, I think who that makes that kind of mess yeah, who's gonna like? You gotta clean up that glass. You gotta clean up the wine. Oh, well, it was expensive Hopefully wine, have... and he kicked it against like an expensive looking painting. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, what are you thinking to yourself? Like, I never understood like destroying your own property. Like, I've never understood that. I'm like, and now you gotta clean it up. I'm like, is the well, maid obviously have to clean that, that was, now? Obviously, that was done to kind of show that Crease did get to him mentally. And like oh, no, just, I know, I know, just, I know. I'm like, but I, like, my thing is like, oh my God, that is going to be such a pain in the neck to clean up with the wine and the glass and everything else. I'm like, what's going to, you know, are they going to have to replace the carpet? Like, and this that is, was this actually is a, the, um, I think that was actually the last scene of the episode was him. It was. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're bouncing around a lot. Yeah. We're back. Ba- um, we're bouncing around like storyline by storyline, but yeah. But that basically shows you that uh, Terry is back in the game. Essentially. And he's definitely thinking about it. John Kreese. Johnny Kreese. And so this will bring us to like the main kind of uh, focus of the episode. And that is Eagle Fang and Miyagi-Do working together. Trying to work together. Trying to, right? Because they... Yes. And it starts perfectly because they're they're both training together at Daniel's Dojo. Right. The Miyagi Do Dojo. Yeah. And they, they give a speech about working together and then mm-hmm. they immediately start <clears throat> trying to lead the class simultaneously. Their styles just clashing immediately. Right. And we're talking about warming up. Yeah. 
and, and they're just and, constantly uh, they, talking they, over each other. Yeah, kind of like what you and I do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but we're, <laughs> we're we're essentially on a talk show, right? Right. That's no, kind I of know. our job is to talk over each other. I, and that's what, and you know, and Daniel's, like you said, he's trying to give like the peaceful, calm response, you know, breathe in, breathe out, blah, blah, right. blah. Right. Like, yep. Let's focus on our breathing and yeah. <laughs> just fighting positions. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, if they're going to strike first, we're going to pre strike. I like every time I think of that, it cracks me up because I'm like, well, isn't that really striking first then too? You it know, is, yes. they're going to pre strike. You know, and then he's like, you know, and then Daniel's like, no, we're going to focus on defense and not. Yeah. So you have two extremely different styles with two extremely different um, senseis. Senseis, yep. And so what they they then try to do is, all right, Daniel takes the Miyagi Do's to this side of the dojo, and Johnny takes the Eagle Fangs over here. Yeah. And you know, Johnny's so loud that Daniel's distracted. Right. And they're like, kick and, him in the face. You know, yeah. he's trying to, like, yeah. So, oh. you know, they, they essentially only have the one training session together, which leads to an argument um, where Daniel's like, well, this is my property. And so the uh, Miguel and Samantha want each, want them each to talk to their respective senseis and try to get them to make peace. You know, Miguel. Right, so uh, this is right. So this is basically the kids trying to teach the adults how to work together. Exactly. And you know, M- Miguel mentions Rocky Three to Johnny, and how you know that was that was like, I was like, so I'm like, Miguel, you are a genius because genius, again, yes. that was that was during the '80s. Rocky and that was three, the big team up. Rocky Three was because in the, the first round. Just a brief synopsis for anyone who's never watched Rocky and, you know, God help you if you haven't and you're listening to us. But um, the first Rocky was Rocky against Apollo. Mm-hmm. Apollo's um, the world champ. Rocky's just some punchy guy right, who they're giving a shot kid. to. Yep. Because they think um, Apollo can beat him in like four or five rounds. Right. And then Rocky 2, I think, was like the rematch. It was the rematch. Then, yep. But then Rocky 3 was Rocky versus Clubber Lang, who was the always awesome, do you know? Mr. T. Mr. T, right. And he got his and yeah, uh, Rocky, butt handed like, to him. Rocky kind of went soft. Mr. T kicked his butt. Yep. And then who comes to train him to whip him back into shape but his old nemesis, Apollo. Yeah. And between the two of them, you know, they, they train together and, and everything else. And, uh, you know, obviously in, in Rocky three, Rocky beats him because it's a Rocky movie. It's not a exactly. Club Ryan movie. Um, and then I always loved at the end of the, <laughs> wow, we're really segueing off based on like one, like little thing Miguel says, <laughs> but at the end of Rocky three, they're like, like, you know, we never really knew if we really trained each other who would win. And oh, then, yeah, having uh, the, we never had go, a third match. You won one, I won one. Yeah. And they uh they go uh they go in the ring and they go, Well, who's gonna ring the bell? And they go and uh Apollo goes ding ding with his like with his glove. 
And that's how and it then, ends. And, and then like the last episode, no, no, the last scene was them each throwing like a, a huge roundhouse to each each other's face. And that's right, where and that's that, the freeze. That's frame. where freeze frame. Yeah, it was. And awesome. then continuity. You got to love the continuity to further segue. You go to the first Creed movie, the spinoff, mm-hmm. and the young Creed asks Rocky, "Well, who won this third, this rumored third fight?" And Rocky says, "Creed did." And but you don't know if he's telling the truth or not. Yeah, but he has he's no training, real Yeah, he's training Creed's kid. Right. You know, so he does have a reason to lie. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Wow, I'm like I'm like sucking you into my world with the segways. Like you really went the segway. You yeah. are right. the segway right. master. Let me do today. what I do. Let me pull it back. So <laughs> you flash over to um, right. Yeah, Johnny's like thinking about calling Daniel. And apologize. He says, nope, can't apologize. Apologizing shows weakness. Yeah. And then Daniel knocks on his door with some beers and Daniel does apologize. Right. And he has to come in and talk about it. But when he asks to talk about it, he's like, I think you should join Miyagi-Do. Yeah. Which is like, come on, man. You know, you can't say that to Johnny. <laughs> you know, that wasn't ever Yeah. I well. mean, like, you can't really say it to anybody, but he's like, but you know what else I loved about when they're sitting on the on the thing with the they're drinking their cores, he's like, he's like our uh, Miyagi Do has been uh, around for hundreds of years, and I honestly think you got your name from this poster up here of this eagle, you know, <laughs> which is entirely right, you know. What he's mean? like, what entirely, you started your dojo three weeks ago in a park, yeah. <laughs> But so then they're, obviously, they're, they're, they're talking back and forth, and they basically... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was saying, so obviously the meeting like doesn't go anywhere. Uh, anywhere other than plans. other than they decide like the next day to meet and tell the kids that they're they've decided to end their partnership. Right. And then and that's where we um, and that's and I kind of figured that that's what was going to happen anyway. Oh yeah, they're two. They're two set in their ways. There's, there's still two, I guess, frenemies, I guess you would say, in this generation's uh, parlance. Mm-hmm. Um, so they still can't really get over each other's uh, differences. So, yeah, so they end up like, and Johnny actually says, we'll just tell him tomorrow, we'll rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah. And then, of and course, then, mm-hmm. they they go and they hear. Oh, like, wait, wait, wait. Before you, before you go into that. um. Hawk was kicked out of Cobra Kai and then went to Eagle Fang. Well, Hawk betrayed Cobra Kai during the attack right. in the LaRusso house. Right. And switched sides. Right. But, you know, they they were still um like no everyone was, kind of, uh, was still right, right. Has but has Miyagi reticent still... to just immediately accept him. Right. And even Eagle and, Fang to an extent because Johnny used him as target practice for the first And that's what I was gonna get to. That's that's what I was that's exactly what I wanted to bring up because they were really beating him down to basically mm-hmm. say, Hey, you know what, you are kind of a traitor to everybody. <clears throat> yeah, and take you're your basically the, the, the fight dummy. Yep. For for lack of a better word. Um but go ahead, Art. So that I just wanted to bring that up because we didn't bring well, it up. Well it's it's uh, good earlier. that you did too, because you know, he's he's kind of upset and he's looking around the Miyagi-Do dojo and he sees this painting of ancient Japan and uh, his best friend explains to him the platform that they were like a sparring platform 
Mm-hmm. And you know, ultimately, Hawk is a nerd. And what does he do? He designs a sparring platform. Right. Based but, on those old Japanese mm-hmm. uh, sparring platforms. So he shows up with a sledgehammer. And at first you're thinking, oh, man, is this the old Hawk? Is he going to just start yep. breaking stuff? I honestly thought that, like, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, my God. He's, like, had it with both of, both of those dojos, both with mm-hmm. with, with uh, Eagle Fang and Miyagi-Do, and he's just going to destroy it. But that's not what happens. No, it's not what happens. So, apparently, there's a fence, and you think, well, that's the end of the property. But beyond the fence is just, like, some overgrown, uh, what you find was, like, extra storage space that Mr. Miyagi used to use. And what uh johnny and daniel find is they knock down the fence and they 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 say they're going to build this sparring platform back there and, and this both is when they're they both come up together. and they're, they're expecting them yeah they're expecting them to when they come over to tell them that they're breaking up right and uh, then the they kids. come over they see the kids already working together to kind of like clear this area to build this platform mm-hmm. and they're like okay we'll give this another shot And that's essentially the end of the the first episode. And it's basically showing that, you know what, maybe the kids are a little more advanced and can look past their differences than the adults can. No doubt. There's no doubt about that. Um, It's just uh, they're, they're, they're too stubborn. Yeah, and I think that really shows, you know, with um you know, as the, as the series progresses, now obviously yeah. there's some setbacks during the during the the season four, mm-hmm. and we'll get to that. Um, and there's there's really one only one thing from this episode that we didn't talk about. All right, and that was uh, we were talking about this in pre pro. Both of us love this scene. Is Johnny's having dinner with Miguel's family? Oh yes, I forgot about that. And he makes them fajitas. There he says he got the uh, recipe from the Chili's website. And, you know, it's it's his attempt at being progressive and he's trying to impress this woman who he, he likes and her son and her mm-hmm. trying to like try and be cultural. Right. But but he's making Mexican food for an Ecuadorian family. Yeah. And he offers them a- mango <laughs> habanero salsa, which what what's the line, Todd? I forget what oh, it was. From the old country. Oh, yeah. From the old country. Yes, 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 yes. yes. No, my, my like where I was stuck on was they were they were drinking Coca Cola, but in the background you see RC Cola, which isn't even really made anymore in the United States. So I'm like, that was definitely kind of like an Easter egg. And you know what? That- good, I say good because RC was to me was always <laughs> like the garbage brand. I know. You know how I'm you like, would like uh, you would go into like Shoprite or whatever, and they would have the Shoprite brand cola. I would almost drink that before I would drink RC. Yeah, no, I know. And when we were talking about before where you would say whenever you go into a restaurant, you're like, can I have a Coke or you know, I have a Pepsi, depending on what your preference is. Yeah, it's like say, Coke well, or no, Pepsi. we only have the other version. I'm like, all like, right, I'll take RC? Pepsi. Ugh. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Do you have Sprite or do you have 7-Up? <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm like, I'm like, that is so cool that they just put that in there. And I'm sure there was like a, a lot of other little Easter eggs they threw in there as well that I didn't catch, but uh, we would being have to like probably a, sit and watch the episode like five times and specifically look to, for to find out little things. Yeah, no, but like that was the one for me because I was such a huge Coke fan, Coca Cola. 
I, I still am. And it's I'm weird. Like, it's oh weird my god, I remember you. RC Cola. Todd's like, crown. yeah, I'm just such a Coke fiend. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. I hearken back to Terry's thing, except uh, the Coke <laughs> fiend that I Coke was. Revenge. Coca-Cola. Only a different yeah. kind of Coke. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that pretty much brings us to the end of uh, this first episode of season four. We'll be back. Uh, no, uh, episode one of season four. Episode one of season four, right. So we'll yeah. be back with episode two, which is called First Learn Stand. Yeah. Which is a direct quote from Mr. Miyagi. First learn stand. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. And I hope that you're going to be following us um, on all major platforms. We're on iHeartRadio. You can stream us through Alexa, uh, uh, Spotify, uh, pretty much everything. Eventually, Uh, eventually YouTube. Eventually, YouTube. Once once we get the the kinks to deciding which one which um conversion thing well, there's troubleshooting with. there's all kinds of see we're yeah, nerds I mean, but we're not tech nerds yeah we're, <laughs> we're we're movie and uh uh tv series and action figure nerds but yeah the technical nerd is i am not so i'm i'm trying a couple of different things but we're definitely going to be on yeah what are the odds uh, that you get two nerds together to do a show and neither one of them is good with technology (laughs) here here on the planet earth exactly it's this show yeah all right guys well thanks for joining us yep and again i'm todd i'm derek and And remember remember, normal normal is is the the new boring. boring Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, everybody.